When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. Widow in front of 5 o'clock on a Wednesday in Shinano and Cap. It is time for what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Sitting in for producer Lindsay. Take it away, producer Tyler. Thank you, Morales. Take it away, Laura. Thank you, Chris. Oh, oh I didn't know. I'd have just thrown directly to Laura. <laughs> it's Next all time. Good. We'll do that at 6 o'clock. <laughs> no worries. It's all good. All right. So we all talk about how we love the Hollywood Bowl and the Greek theater for concerts, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So Architecture Digest named its 11 most beautiful theaters in the world. And the number one spot went to another um, a theater here in downtown LA, the Walt Disney Concert Hall. Oh, got yeah. the honors Dude, in the place. world, what a number place. one place. And I, mean, I was like, "That's, that's cool. cool." But Dude. hold up, it, yeah, yeah, it's hold up, right hold down up. the highway, freeway, right? Yeah, hold up, hold, hold up. up. It's hold cool. Up. But then I looked at the list. Yeah. Of- and number two was a place in Spain. Okay, España. And number three was El Palacio de las Bellas Artes in Mexico City. Yeah. See, see. Then the other one, number four was in France. Okay. Five was in China. Six was in India. Seven was in Australia. Eight was in Italy. Nine was in Austria. Mm-hmm. Ten was in um, Florida. Mm-hmm. And then 11 was in Santa Barbara. Okay. Oh, the, uh, the I've been to the one in Santa Barbara. Lobedo. Libero, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was like, "That's super cool that we got the number one." But I looked at the other places, and I'm like, "Whoa, there, no diss to you know what got number one because I love it too." The Walt no Disney concert, no diss to Disney, no diss because it's also you know who pays us, but small business. I'm just saying, like the other ones are gorgeous, <laughs> like the one in uh, Spain. I was like, "Holy crap, dude!" I'll just say you this know? one. I was this, like crazy. This, this Disney one we're talking about though in L.A. I mean, it is gorgeous. The outside of that building, I've never been in it. Never? The, uh, I've never been in it. Oh. The outside of that building is like an architectural marvel. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's Like, gorgeous. you look at that thing and you're like, who thought of that? And who could come up with how to actually have people build that? Damn, that place is unreal. I got to go inside that thing. Has everybody in here besides Cap gone inside? Oh, yeah. We should go in the holiday, see the Nutcracker in there. Hey, no, I fall asleep at the it's Nutcracker. Cappy, it's just it's as such a boring on the show. So boring. Oh, really? I know, but Nutcracker's so boring. Uh, I think it, for me it was more because it's like, look, I love L.A. I'm a huge L.A. girl, and don't come at me. But I'm like, damn, Spain, Italy, France. And it's like, Mexico. Mexico don't come too. at her. Don't come at her. You know, and I've actually. Santa Barbara. Hey, the, the one in Santa Barbara was not. He did say Flo Rida. He did. He did. That was Flo good. Rida. It was funny. See, he's sneaky like that, oh, Tyler. Yeah, he's, sneaky. he's sneaky like he was in the softball game. He's sneaky. <laughs> you know what I mean? Be nice, Chris. No, nobody, nice. nobody knew uh. that Tyler was about to come kick everybody's ass in the softball game. Could I think have very that's why easily was, have been the MVP. I think he was so. That's why he was so persistent to be on it because he knew he was going to be good. Well, that and he also like kept it all under wraps that he was good, which was smart. Anyways, you know, he but, didn't do a yeah. lot of talking. Like Number one, else. downtown LA. Go inside, Cap. Go inside. I'm you gonna got go money. inside. What shows are What shows are there? I need to find a show. LA Phil plays there a lot. LA yeah. Phil Harmonic. They're great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is a great show. Yeah, they are great. They are great. If you If you catch a show, catch that one. They're Cappy. there all the time, Cap. Yeah. You can find them there. I'm gonna have to do a Hey Phil. Oh hell. You know what I mean? Sometimes they do <laughs> a Hey King, but for a Phil, I'll what do a Hey Phil. Brought to you by. Yeah. Hmm. What you need to know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Cappy, I'm having a little peanut butter cup protein cup here. I oh, thought you nice. were I thought you were eating like a um, like a mushroom infused chocolate bar. No. Little Quest peanut butter cup protein oh, really? cups. I mm-hmm. love that George now knows that he's on camera one 
And after I asked him to turn around, Clinton Yates, did you see the picture I just tweeted in the Circle of Trust? I did. Yeah. Of what it looks like mm-hmm. when you're FaceTiming somebody and how cute Clinton Yates was Do you today? want me to FaceTime someone else? Yeah, who do you got? I don't you know. You got mine. How about Clinton Portis? I like that idea. Go you want me to try Clintons. Mina Kimes? Sure, Mina Kimes would be wonderful. All right, I'll, I'll, send, her, I'll send her a text first. Why? You know, she's pregnant, man. Okay, so if she wasn't pregnant, you would just FaceTime her? <laughs> yeah, I would. But, you know, she's probably tired, bro. Oh, my goodness. Let me show you what's oh, coming in here See, right I told now. you I got the tuna cup. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's all beautiful. Look. Oh, my gosh. It's a whole platter. Oh, you got to post George, I want you to see this. Thank you, Stacy. Stacy, thank you. You're so nice. Look at this right here. I want everybody who's watching on YouTube to see this. See? Instead of fries, instead of onion rings, a tuna bowl with avocado, mustard, onions. That is a thing of art, Jack. That is a beauty. That is nice. That is good looking. George, are you proud of us? Uh, I can't see it, so I don't know. What are you talking about? Really? The picture sent in the. Tech. All right, all right. What's going to happen idea. after we finish this, and I still want French fries? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But that is good. Oh, I'm going to put this right in the circle of trust. That's yeah. good looking. Yeah. There you go. Did Mina text back? I, I have not. I just texted her a second ago. Literally, I just hit send like you just really le- five seconds ago. So just to be clear, I just want to make sure I understand this. If Mina Kimes is currently not with child. Yeah, then would, I would FaceTime her. But, would, I mean, she's pregnant, dude. She could be just chilling and resting. She not, may not feel well. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to bother her like that. Well, I mean, but you are texting her, so what's the difference? But it's different. It is different, Cappy. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Laura. I'm just saying. I mean, that's all she's saying. I'm not agreeing with you, but, you know. No, it's all right. It's all right. I usually do. Now, if it's a dude, I would FaceTime him. If the dude was pregnant, you'd still FaceTime him. No, I mean, well, no. Dudes aren't, can't be pregnant, though. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. There was that Arnold movie, and you know how much I love Arnold. I know you do. Yeah, yeah. You know? Isn't there a new documentary coming out? What did I see? Oh, Oscar De La Hoya. Did you see that? HBO's uh, doing an Oscar De La Hoya um, thing, and he is- Is it a doc? Yeah, and he is, he said- no holds barred. Wow. Even the photo about him in the lingerie wow. or whatever. Well, yeah, it's going to be on HBO. They never hold back It's on all HBO. in there. Now, wow. that's a documentary to watch. Okay, I'm glad we're having this conversation. What, wait, say it again, Laura. I said I have an interesting story about him, but it's okay. not for air. I'll tell Personal you. Personal story? Story. Can we play that Oscar song that he did? <laughs> At 5.15, yeah. let's play that at 5.15. Run to me, run to me. Let's yeah. play that. Yeah, it's That's not, also an interesting story. It's not for air, but once we get drinks or something else, just remind me to tell you guys. All right, we yeah. will. But I'm glad you brought this up, George, this documentary about Oscar de Loya. You'll notice, by the way, I call him Oya. That's right. No H. Don't pronounce it. So I am very interested in watching a, a new TV series, and I would very much like to present it to the team. And I would like to have everybody buy in to the television series that I'm about to make a suggestion of. And I want everybody to know, I've not watched one episode yet. It's just based on the reviews. I want all of us on the show to commit to watching this documentary series. And then we all can discuss it. And everybody who's listening, you're going to be assigned to watch it too. And this way we can all be involved in this together. Okay? All right? All right, what is it? It's quarterback on Netflix. All I of that for co- we've heard about quarterback, dude. Abby. It's not dude. that new though, dude. That buildup for quarterback. I mean, we know wait, well, quarterback. Thank you. Well, Tyler. Wait a second. Well, wait a second, Tyler. Happy show, Tyler. Happy show. All right, my Tyler, bad. My bad. Tyler, let me ask you a question. Go ahead. Have you seen this yet? I have not seen it yet. Okay, so George, have you seen it yet? I saw one episode. Oh yeah, you saw the, you saw the very first one, right? Or watch ma- it. Maybe it was a trailer or something. I saw. I don't know. Okay. I saw something on the internet. Laura, yes, no, you, you watch it again? The one okay. with Kirk Morrison. Uh, Kirk Morrison. Kirk Cousins. Right. So <laughs> it's so Kirk Cousins. It's Marcus Mariota. Who is the third quarterback? Uh, it's Patty it's Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Oh, Mahomes, right. So here's the thing. Ooh, Mahomes. I, I have been told by friends who have been watching this show, they're like, you just can't believe the in-depth, like, behind-the-scenes stuff that you get to see. And here's what somebody was telling me about today. Mahomes, the way Mahomes got involved in this whole thing was Peyton Manning, because it's his production company, Omaha Productions, with the NFL Films, Peyton Manning goes to visit Patrick Mahomes to pitch Mahomes on this entire deal. Mm-hmm. Mahomes says to Peyton Manning, I'm all in, 100%, follow me everywhere. I want my kids, who are very young, I want them to see what my life was like at the height of my career. I'm all in, 100%. So, Mahomes now has to go to Andy Reid. And he has to convince Andy Reid to let 
Peyton Manning's production company and NFL Films have this sort of access, and it is not working. Mahomes is trying to convince Andy Reid, and apparently it's not working, to the point where Peyton Manning is telling Patrick Mahomes, yo, man, go tell him this, go tell him this. And then finally Mahomes says, yo, Peyton, you go tell him. So Peyton Manning goes to Andy Reid to sell him on this whole concept, and Andy Reid then tells Peyton Manning, you can do whatever you want with Patrick Mahomes. In my place, I have control. Right. I'll let you come in here and follow him around, but here's what you can't do. And apparently the scene where Mahomes gets hurt in the playoff game against Jacksonville, mm -hmm. it's like supposed to be the most incredible, you're on the field, you're the trainer, you're sitting there kind of stuff. So I think we should all commit to watching quarterback. Give me feedback. <laughs> You're such a doofus. Give Come me on. feedback. Yes. Tell me what you think. Comments, questions, feedback. I'm here for all of it. Uh, sure. Why not? I got nothing else to watch right now. All right. Tyler, can we get your commitment to watch quarterback? I will watch quarterback. Okay. Laura. Nah, Brian got time for that. <laughs> nah, bro. Nah, bruh. I ain't got time for that. Hey, but Cappy, I got a question for you, though. Yeah, hey. How many episodes are they in already? I don't know. I have. Well, no, they dropped it all. It started. My, oh, oh, it's I, it's already, it's like one swoop? Yeah, they dropped yeah, the Netflix whole thing. Yeah, Netflix usually drops the whole they thing. They dropped that junk. Yeah. So, how many episodes is it? <laughs> I don't know. That junk. Oh. Dios mio. Like six episodes, seven probably episodes? Like an eight -er. I'm George, not sure. It's probably like an eighter. Yes, young but Tyler, Cappy, the outstanding softball player. They just they just renewed quarterback for season two. I heard that. Now, have they announced who the quarterbacks are? No, and that was going to be my question to you. Who would yeah, you want to see? Eight episodes, yes. Okay, Here, here's who, who would you I would like see? to see. Okay. How long are these episodes? I was going to say, it all hour, depends. I think they're one hour long. Yeah, all right, let me know. That's a lot, bro. That's a lot. 30 minutes, I can do. It's a big commitment. I, three, I acknowledge that. Three NFL quarterbacks. So there's going to be a lot of content. Mm -hmm. um, the three quarterbacks, if you told me now, okay, look, we've already done Patrick Mahomes. We did Kirk Cousins and Marcus Mariota, and, and all three are different levels of players. You know, If you told me this year, who would I want to see? I want to see Aaron Rodgers with the Jets, even though I think I'm going to get enough of that during hard knocks. Um, otherwise, who would I like to see? Maybe Lamar Jackson and how he goes back into Baltimore and he's got his new contract. And I guess maybe I would consider Deshaun Watson, maybe from Cleveland, like, what an interesting story. He didn't really do much last year, and he only played like seven games, and he's gone for two years. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Deshaun Watson's going to pass on that. I, my, is my I'm guess. pretty sure the NFL would pass on Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Why? Why? It's, they let him back in the league. They... I, I get it, but the last thing they want to do is uh, shine a light on that. Well, you asked me guess. who I'd be interested in. Those are three names that came off the top of my head. How about you, George? Uh, sure, I'd take Lamar Jackson. Why not? Um, how about Tua? Because of all the concussion okay. stuff he dealt okay. with. Two is like a good that. choice, yep. Okay, I like that. And uh, let's see. How about Russell Wilson since he struggled last Ugh. year? He's so corny, I can't though. stand I know, Russell but Wilson. Oh, wait, how about this? Gino. Your, bo your boy Derek Carr. Ah. Um, no, I'd want to see Geno Smith over Derek Carr. Uh, not terrible, though, just because he moved teams. Right. And he was so bitter about the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Not a terrible concept. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, Marcus Mariota was no star. And what made it interesting to follow him, or at least I assume this is what's going to make it interesting, is that you're going to find out what it's like to have to actually battle for a job. And then according to the stories later in the year, you know, he gets cut. Uh, people thought he left the team. Apparently, there's a lot of personal strife going on with him, wife, baby, whatever. So to have this kind of access to star quarterbacks, we got to watch this show, especially with Rams training camp right around the corner, July 29th, Saturday. You and me are going to be there on a Saturday doing a 4-7 to seven broadcast. We got to start getting NFL-centric is what I think. Quarterback on Netflix. Let's watch it, George. Okay. I'm already ready for football season. I know you are. I know you've been doing your studying, been scouting Iowa State, been looking at those old Brock I've done Big films. 12. I just did the SEC today. Yeah, what'd you do? Tell me. SEC Media Day. I mean, mm -hmm. I was I was watching Nick Saban telling people that uh, they haven't made a decision at quarterback, that they feel comfortable just kind of letting it play out in camp, and that uh, they're in no rush. Okay. Well, they got that transfer from Notre Dame. I'm interested to see what that kid can do. Yeah, which their offensive coordinator, Tommy Reese, was also the offensive coordinator at Notre Dame. They've That's got solid information. Ty Simpson is the kid that is the front runner at the moment. So, okay, I'm curious. Yeah. Maybe they should do quarterback in college. On Netflix. Maybe they will, but I don't think any, you know, there's no coach that would allow them to do that. I mean, listen, these kids are getting NIL money. Yeah, that's true. If they want to do it. Yeah. Let them do it. How much do you think it costs? How much do you think Peyton Manning's production company slash NFL films, how much do you think they got to pay Patrick Mahomes to do that and give them that kind of access? I don't know, a couple million. I mean, at least, right? Yeah. 
Marcus Mariota, they're like, yo, man, we'll get you a bag of balls to throw in the offseason. Would you do this? He's like, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> How about Justin Herbert, your boy? Justin Herbert would be interesting because he's in a contract year, right? But, but he also doesn't, uh, from everything I've heard, he doesn't care about anything but football. So I yeah. could see him not wanting to do any of that. Plus, he looks like you know, he's a good-looking kid, but he sounds boring, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, like, two, I feel like yeah, Tua would be interesting. How about Baker Mayfield? Nah. Oh, I would love that. Nah. All right. Headman? Doesn't do that much for me. Can you imagine? How do you think he's going to do in Tampa? He's going to say interesting things. True. Do you think he's going to do well in Tampa? No, Tampa I think they're no going to be terrible. I think so, too. Yeah. Cap has no clue about what? How he's going to do in Tampa, because Tyler's throwing us the sports stuff. You had no clue. Yeah, he, he, they're going to be terrible. Well, and he's well only I'm, on look, a he had some deal. success in L.A., right? Just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but they're a bad team is what I'm saying. Yeah, he, the, had one, he had one comeback game. I mean, it's, it was against the Raiders, though. How poor many Raider games fans. Do you have Cappy? Those poor Raider three. fans, they couldn't. Oh, Tyler, career. Tyler, Cappy show. Yeah, and Tyler, what are you doing, man? They couldn't believe you know, the Raider this fans couldn't Mason believe. Why Mason Ireland banned them? I know because he just, you know, I mean, come on, man. <laughs> they how banned many, you? you have? I'm looking to fill up my tally board. You guys <laughs> yeah. want to be on? How many do you have? I don't know. I got one. Host the show in Los Angeles. How many comebacks do I have? Three. So we never got to the Matthew Stafford stuff. Um, so lo- let's let's finally do that after the third tease. How about that? All right, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Uh, Dodgers lost today. Julio Urias, after one good start in his first uh, uh, start in his comeback, uh, did not fare as well today. We can touch on some of that. Uh, stick around. Seven ten ESPN. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up hypnotic and cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Quarter after 5 p.m. in the Southland. Sedano and Cap Wednesday afternoon. Now this was when Oscar in the early 2000s, Oscar De La Hoya, No H. Decided he was going to take on uh, having a hit song. Here comes the hook. This is Oscar De La Hoya? Yeah. Yes. Oscar this is not the voice that I would expect to hear out of him. He was probably trying to battle what, like, Enrique Iglesias, Julio Iglesias, see, son? See. Channeling his inner Ricky Martin? No, Ricky was more up no, no, no. at the time. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. more a beat, yeah. yeah. Ricky's got some slow ones. Thank this you. is definitely Enrique Iglesias. Type yeah, more Enrique. See. Si. Mas. You know Julio Jr.? See. Si. Julio Jr.? That's a handsome young man. Not that Enrique's not, what I'm saying, but Julio Jr. Oscar? Julio Jr. looks guy? like Papi. You know what I mean? But oh, better. Yeah. Well, yeah. bueno, Papi, he's like 90 years old. I know, but you, you know? know. I mean, I Julio Iglesias was like 80 years old on stage, and like, you know, you had moms throwing their panties at him. You know what 100%. I mean? 100%. Taking yeah. their bras off, panties off, the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I this mean, is Oscar De La Hoya. I never knew that. See, si. De La Hoya. We played this before. Yeah, a bam in this room, it really reverberates. Yeah, I heard it. Yo, Oscar, I know you're listening right now. He might be. He's always in the Pasadena area. That's where I saw him. He's always listening to 710. Yeah. Um, Like, if I didn't know it was Oscar, I'd be like, eh, whatever. Doesn't do that much for me. Knowing that it's Oscar singing this song? You, you're, you feel it's impressive. Very impressive. You want I, him to I, I'm to with you, you um, in that regard. So Very impressive. I mean, first of all, it takes a lot of guts to even uh, to even do this, you know, to have the passion to want to do it. But I guess he probably might be looking at Manny Pacquiao, you know. Manolo's got, you know, all these post-fight singing things that he does, and Oscar's like, I want to do that. Well, so this takes, was way before Pacquiao courage. did it, if I, I recall I realize correctly. that. It was yeah. just kind of an out of chronology. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, it takes courage to do that. Yeah. Way to go, Oscar. Mm-hmm. Oscar de la Hoya. So, Cappy... Yeah. Earlier, a couple of things have happened with Matthew Stafford. A couple mm-hmm. 
like like a month ago or so. Like, was it a month ago? Maybe a couple weeks ago. Uh, Michael Lombardi, who is this guy, he used to work in the front office for the Cleveland Browns, I think, back in the day when Belichick was there. I and thought he had a Raider connection, too. And Well, he's worked for a number of teams. And yeah. he worked for the Patriots, too, briefly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's had a lot of, like, since he's been, like, this media type, right? He once worked for the NFL Network. I don't mm-hmm. think he still works there. He's got, like, his podcast or whatever. But he says a lot of stuff. And I, I generally feel like most of the stuff he says isn't accurate. It's like hearsay mostly, but hey, do you, bro. Whatever you got to do to get the clicks, you know what I'm saying? Um, and he made this comment that the Rams were trying to um, – I think it was he was saying they were trying to trade Stafford. Yeah, they said that in the offseason, the Rams had shopped Stafford around because – and this is something we talked about a lot last year. What are they going to do? You know, he got hurt. He's hurt what seems like pretty badly. He's kind of older now. His body's taken a lot of beatings in Detroit. You got to try and get out from underneath this contract. And they were able to do that when they moved Goff to get Stafford. Can they move on from him? And here's the problem, George. There's not one team of the 31 remaining other than the Rams that are like, oh, yeah, we'd like to have him. Oh, we think Matthew Stafford is what the Rams thought he was. When the Rams got him, they were like, we're a quarterback away. They were. They won. But... Nobody in the NFL now looks at Matthew Stafford as a guy that they go, hey, you know what? We're this close, and Stafford could be the guy. Everybody looks at Stafford as he probably won't play that much this year. He's pretty much broken down. I hope he proves everybody wrong. Um, so what Demoff said, oh, Kev, said, why are you laughing? That's what Mace calls him, Kev. So Kev was on a podcast called the 11 Personnel Podcast. 11 Personnel. That's huh? a football podcast name right there. Big time. Who's the host, you know? I don't know. Me neither. Yeah. Do you want me to find out? Nah. Is it Schlereth? No. Okay. Is it Lombardi? I think his is. I think Mark Schlereth is just like the the uh, the stink podcast. Yeah, something like stink something. Yeah, for sure. Like I smell. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, that's his brand. He's got to keep. So Eleven Personnel is an athletic podcast. It's from the Athletic. Okay. Oh, it's Jordan Rodriguez who covers the Rams. That hey Jordan, shout out girl. Yeah. So. She said on that, or he said on her podcast, Mm -hmm. that those conversations frustrated me. This is about the Lombardi thing. Um, I think it's trying to inject narratives that aren't there. Mm -hmm. I know that there are reports that we tried to trade Matthew. We were not actively trying to trade Matthew. I know Les has rebuffed that before. It's just not the case. So basically what he says is teams were calling about Stafford. They Mm -hmm. weren't shopping Stafford. And Uh they turned the teams down. Okay, and we believe that? I mean, it may be a semantics argument, but uh, I don't know. I don't know what to believe at this point. I believe a guy like Lombardi more than I believe a guy. Man, man he is so loosey-goosey with stuff. Like, I, I'm not I, saying he isn't. I'm, he, here's what he, I think. He, 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 he's, here's the reason I don't believe it. I, I don't know what to believe. I would believe the truth is somewhere in the middle. How about that? Okay. Well, I believe that a guy like Lombardi who has been an NFL front office executive. But he's loosey-goosey. He's like you. He's a little bit of a yenta. Okay. That's what you have to be, to be a, a an insider, a, a news breaker, if you will. But he's wrong a lot. George, I don't have the scorecard on how right he is I'm just saying I know he he's wrong a lot. Okay. I, I, I don't have it in my head, but there's a lot of times where he said stuff, and I'm like, bro, there's no chance that's happening, and it never happens. But I would just say this, though, that if you're, if you're a guy let, who's let a me former ask NFL question. GM. One yeah, more question. Ahead. One more go question. Ahead. Go ahead. Has Michael Lombardi been on the Cappy cast? I've never met the man. Okay, I'm just him. asking. That's Don't why. Know him. Now, okay. now, Kevin Demoff has been many times. Oh, Kev. Kev, as I like to call him yes. as well. So the thing is, is that if you're Lombardi and you're a former GM and you've been around front offices and you've got some relationships around the league, you're talking to people and that's what you're hearing. Now, is it 100% true that the Rams were trying to trade Matthew Stafford? Or did Lombardi just say it as, well, you know, I've heard from people that the Rams were shopping him around. And then when when Demoff goes on a, a podcast with what I would call a friendly, right? I mean, Jordan Rodriguez covers the team. Um, she has relationships with the organization. So she's going to ask the question, and he's going to give you the answer that he wants to give you. And I haven't listened to the podcast, and it's no knock on Jordan, but I don't know if there's a lot of pushback on that. You're just taking him for what he's saying. you know. And, and what he's saying is, is called damage control because if – Matthew Stafford comes to Rams training camp and he thinks that everybody thinks that that he's old and broken down and they didn't want him anymore and that he's uncooperative because he didn't try and rework his contract. And 
If he comes into camp and he feels like he's not really loved and wanted, um, that's not a good environment for him or for them. So I would expect Kevin Demoff to try and backpedal on this. But do you know what Mike Lombardi said on September 3rd, 2017 on his defunct podcast, now defunct? Tell me. Quote, everyone knows that Doug Peterson isn't a head coach. He might be less qualified to coach a team in the NFL than anyone I've seen in my 30-plus years in the NFL. Yeah. You know what happened six months later? He, he won, won the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. He won a Super Bowl. That's right. Yeah. The- Against he- Belichick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I mean, that, but that's, a, that's a, a wrong opinion. That's a pretty strong take. To right, throw but he, he's also yeah. loosey-goosey with information. But anyway, okay. right. so here's what I'll say. So Demoff did not deny that there were conversations about a trade. Mm-hmm. He just says that they were not initiated by the Rams, is what mm-hmm. he said. Okay, now, take so. that for what it's worth. Now, he did have a very strong denial in this podcast, the 11 personnel with Jordan Rodriguez, about the stuff Colin Cowherd put out there that the Rams discussed restructuring Stafford's contract. Well, I... I Look, I don't know who to believe on that one either, okay? I'm not here to tell you that Colin Coward is an NFL insider. You're saying that Colin Coward is not Adam Schefter? Yeah, he's not. He's just not Adam Schefter. I, I think Colin does have two phones, though. He does? He's I mean, a two-phone kind of guy? He might be. I don't know. I'm just kidding. I was, I I was in no his idea. Uber recently. I haven't this guy seen, had three phones. I haven't seen really Coward cool. in years. So oh, I you haven't? Yeah. Me neither. Yeah, um, yeah th- uh, three phones. Three phones in an Uber, which I thought was very cool. In fact, I said to the guy, I said, going forward, anybody who doesn't have three phones is like a little B. <laughs> you know uh so strong denial on the restructuring of the deal and here's why why I, why though but here's why i kind of believe it yeah because they already know they were in cap hell this year anyway like what is restructuring matthew stafford really going to do for them i'm not really a thousand percent certain how it could change their cap but i think the notion of asking him to take less is like saying hey man you know we did what we wanted to do and you're a bit older now and you're kind of hurt now and we don't know if we're going to really get a a true full season out of you. Why don't you help us restructure a little bit, help the organization? And by all accounts, at least according to this report, um, he told them no. Well, let me let me explain to you what he said. Let me okay. what he elaborated with. He said right. that part frustrated me with this notion that we were trying to get away from the fifty nine million dollars that w- and that was the only way to do it through trade. That tells you you didn't have an understanding of the situation. Matthew's dollars after twenty twenty two were unguaranteed. We could have walked away this year free and clear for zero dollars, no future money owed. So there was no need to restructure. If we wanted out of Matthew's deal, we could have walked away. We didn't have to trade him to relieve fifty eight and a half million dollars. We could have just walked away. To me, there was just a fundamental understanding of what his deal was that drives the narrative. Oh, they were desperately trying to get rid of that. So he says they could have walked away free and clear. That's what he says. And, um, you know, listen, unless you're an NFL front office executive um, and or unless you're a capologist or even an amateur capologist, is what he just said 1,000% exactly right on and completely accurate? My answer is um, I'm not in that business per se. So I don't know every rule of the salary cap, and I don't know every rule of you know dead money and so on and so forth. If everything he said was right, um, then yeah, then this report from Coward about Stafford will probably be proven wrong. But it just doesn't seem far-fetched to me that the Rams were trying to find somebody to take him off their hands. I don't expect anything else other than denial from the organization. That's okay. That's what they should do. Well, Matthew Stafford's contract this year is a base salary of $1.5 million. Everything else is um, signing bonus, options. Like, it's, it's, it's given in other capacities. Okay. So how much money is he supposed to make just, just alone without any performance of any if kind? If they would have if, – I don't – I mean, according to Spotrack here, because they're the ones that do these contract things mm-hmm. for every sport, they're saying there would have been a cap hit of $20 million, which in – you know – if your salary cap is nearly $200 million, it's not that that much if you're already in cap hell. So I I kind of want to believe him a little bit just based on that number being sort of low based on what it says here the cap hit would be. Yeah. Well, look, I think Kevin Demoff's doing the right thing. You should absolutely 1,000% go out there and tell the world that we didn't try and trade him. Yes, we may have received a call or two, but that wasn't us initiating. That was somebody coming to us, so it's different. And secondly, you don't seem to understand the salary cap and, and what we could have done. Therefore, that's why this whole report is wrong, erroneous, Yeah, et look, I, I, like I said earlier, whether it's the Lombardi one or the Cowherd one, the truth is probably somewhere in the middle, if I had to guess. All right. Okay. Yeah. Right there in the middle. Somewhere. I'm starting with the man in the middle or the mirror. Yeah. Right. Different person. How's this tuna? How's yeah. the tuna fish? Yeah. Pretty good? So do I, do yeah. I think that Cowherd maybe heard something and there may be some there could have been some validity to it 
based on that number that it's $20 million in dead cap, maybe there was some validity to what Cowherd said. The Lombardi stuff, was there some validity to it? Well, he heard that they were trying to trade him. Uh, Demoff is telling you they were trying, they were receiving calls about him. So again, my thing is there's probably truth somewhere in the middle somewhere. Mm-hmm. I respect Kevin Demoff. Kev, yeah. for going out there and, and covering and backpedaling. Yeah. Hey, coming up next, Radio Tinder, award-winning Radio Tinder. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Quarter after 5 p.m. in the Southland. Sedano and Cap Wednesday afternoon. Now this was when Oscar in the early 2000s, Oscar De La Hoya, No H. Decided he was going to take on uh, having a hit song. Here comes the hook. This is Oscar De La Hoya? Yeah. Yes. Oscar This is not the voice that I would expect to hear out of him. He was probably trying to battle what, like, Enrique Iglesias, Julio Iglesias, son? Channeling his inner Ricky Martin. No, Ricky was more up-tempo no, no, no. at the time. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. more upbeat, yeah. yeah. Ricky's got some slow ones. Thank this you. is definitely Enrique Iglesias. Yeah, more this. Enrique. See. Mas. You know Julio Jr.? See. Julio Jr.? That's a handsome young man. Not that Enrique's not, what I'm saying, but Julio Jr. Oscar? Julio Oscar Jr. looks guy? like Papi. You know what I mean? But oh, better. Yeah. yeah. Well, Papi, he's like 90 years old. I know, but you, you know? know. I mean, I Julio Iglesias was like 80 years old on stage and like you know you had moms throwing their panties at him you know 100 percent I mean? taking yeah. their bras off panties off the whole thing yeah. right so I this mean, is oscar de la hoya i never knew that see de la hoya we played this, this before yeah a bam in this room it really reverberates yeah know, i heard it time. Yeah. yo oscar i know you're listening right now and he I might be oh, you he know, might. 100%, 100%. he's always 100%. in the pasadena area he is, that's where i saw him he's yeah. always listening to 710 yeah um like, if I didn't know it was Oscar, I'd be like, eh, whatever. Doesn't but, do that much for me. Knowing that it's Oscar singing this song. You, you're, you feel it's impressive. Very impressive. You want I, him to I, run I'm to with you, you um, in that regard. So Very impressive. I mean, first of all, it takes a lot of guts to even, uh, to even do this, you know, to have the passion to want to do it. But I guess he probably might be looking at Manny Pacquiao, you know? Manolo's got, you know, all these post-fight singing things that he does, and Oscar's like, I want to do that. Well, so I, this takes, was way before Pacquiao courage. did it, if I, I recall I realize correctly. that. It was yeah. just kind of an out of chronology. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, it takes courage to do that. Yeah. Way to go, Oscar. Mm-hmm. Oscar de la Hoya. So, Cappy, yeah. earlier, a couple of things have happened with Matthew Stafford. A couple, mm-hmm. like like a month ago or so. Like, was it a month ago? Maybe a couple weeks ago. Uh, Michael Lombardi, who is this guy, he used to work in the front office for the Cleveland Browns, I think, back in the day when Belichick was there. I and thought he had a Raider connection, too. And Well, he's worked for a number of teams. And yeah. he worked for the Patriots, too, briefly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's had a lot of, like, since he's been, like, this media type, right? He once worked for the NFL Network. I don't mm-hmm. think he still works there. He's got, like, his podcast or whatever. But he says a lot of stuff. And I, I generally feel like most of the stuff he says isn't accurate. It's like hearsay mostly, but hey, do you, bro. Whatever you got to do to get the clicks, you know what I'm saying? Um, and he made this comment that the Rams were trying to um, – I think it was he was saying they were trying to trade Stafford. Yeah, they said that in the offseason, the Rams had shopped Stafford around because – and this is something we talked about a lot last year. What are they going to do? You know, he got hurt. He's hurt what seems like pretty badly. He's kind of older now. His body's taken a lot of beatings in Detroit. You got to try and get out from underneath this contract. And they were able to do that when they moved Goff to get Stafford. 
Can they move on from him? And here's the problem, George. There's not one team of the 31 remaining other than the Rams that are like, oh, yeah, we'd like to have him. Oh, we think Matthew Stafford is what the Rams thought he was. When the Rams got him, they were like, we're a quarterback away. They were. They won. But nobody in the NFL now looks at Matthew Stafford as a guy that they go, hey, you know what? We're this close, and Stafford could be the guy. Everybody looks at Stafford as he probably won't play that much this year. He's pretty much broken down. I hope he proves everybody wrong. Um, so what Demoff said, oh, Kev, said, why are you laughing? That's what Mace calls him, Kev. <laughs> So, Kev was on a podcast called the 11 Personnel Podcast. 11 Personnel. That's huh? a football podcast name right there. Big time. Who's the host, you know? I don't know. Me neither. Yeah. Do you want me to find out? Nah. Whatever. Is it Schlereth? No. Okay. Is I, it Lombardi? I think his is called, I think Mark Schlereth is just like the, the, uh, the Stink Podcast? Yeah. Something like Stink something. Right. Yeah, for something sure. Like I smell? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, that's his brand. He's got to mm-hmm. keep. So, 11 Personnel is an athletic podcast. It's from The Athletic. Okay. Oh, it's Jordan Rodrigue, who, oh, who covers the Rams. How about that? Hey, there Jordan, shout out, girl. Yeah. So she said on that, uh, or he said on her podcast mm-hmm. that those conversations frustrated me. This is about the Lombardi thing. Um, I think it's trying to inject narratives that aren't there. Mm-hmm. I know that there are reports that we tried to trade Matthew. We were not actively trying to trade Matthew. I know Les has rebuffed that before. It's just not the case. So basically what he says is teams were calling about Stafford. They mm-hmm. weren't shopping Stafford, and oh. they turned the teams down. Okay, and we believe that? I mean, it may be a semantics argument, but uh, I don't know. I don't know what to believe at this point. I believe a guy like Lombardi more than I believe a guy— Man, man he is so loosey-goosey with stuff. Like, I, I'm not I, saying he isn't. I'm, he, here's what he, I think. He, 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 he's, here's the reason I don't believe it. I, I don't know what to believe. I would believe the truth is somewhere in the middle. How about that? Okay, well— I believe that a guy like Lombardi, who has been an NFL front office executive... But he's loosey-goosey. He's like you. He's a little bit of a yenta. Okay. That's what you have to be, to be a, a, an insider, a, a news breaker, if you will. But he's wrong a lot. George, I don't have the scorecard on how right he is I'm just saying I know he he's wrong a lot. Okay. I, I, I don't have it in my head, but there's a lot of times where he said stuff, and I'm like, bro, there's no chance that's happening, and it never happens. But I would just say this, though, that if you're, if you're a guy let, who's let a me former ask NFL question. GM... One yeah, more question. Ahead. One more go question. Ahead. Go ahead. Has Michael Lombardi been on the Cappy cast? I've never met the man. Okay, I'm just him. asking. That's Don't why. Know him. Now, okay. now, Kevin Demoff has been many times. Oh, Kev. Kev, as I like to call him yes. as well. So the thing is, is that if you're Lombardi and you're a former GM and you've been around front offices and you've got some relationships around the league, you're talking to people and that's what you're hearing. Now, is it 100% true that the Rams were trying to trade Matthew Stafford or... Did Lombardi just say it as, well, you know, I've heard from people that the Rams were shopping him around. And then when when Demoff goes on a a podcast with what I would call a friendly, right? I mean, Jordan Rodriguez covers the team. Um, She has relationships with the organization. So she's going to ask the question, and he's going to give you the answer that he wants to give you. And I haven't listened to the podcast, and it's no knock on Jordan, but I don't know if there's a lot of pushback on that. You're just taking him for what he's saying. You know, and, and what he's saying is, is called damage control because if Matthew Stafford comes to Rams training camp and he thinks that everybody thinks that, that he's old and broken down and they didn't want him anymore and that he's uncooperative because he didn't try and rework his contract, and if he comes into camp and he feels like he's not really loved and wanted, um, that's not a good environment for him or for them. So I would expect Kevin Demoff to try and backpedal on this. But do you know what Mike Lombardi said on September 3rd, 2017 on his defunct podcast, now defunct? Tell me. Quote, everyone knows that Doug Peterson isn't a head coach. He might be less qualified to coach a team in the NFL than anyone I've seen in my 30-plus years in the NFL. Yeah. You know what happened six months later? He, he won, won the, the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. He won the Super Bowl. That's right. Yeah. The- Against he- Belichick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I mean, that, but that's, a, that's a, a wrong opinion. That's a pretty strong take. To right. Throw but he, he's also yeah. loosey-goosey with information. But anyway, okay. well, so here's what I'll say. So. Demoff did not deny that there were conversations about a trade. Mm-hmm. He just says that they were not initiated by the Rams, is what mm-hmm. he said. Okay, now, take so. that for what it's worth. Now, he did have a very strong denial in this podcast, the 11 personnel with Jordan Rodriguez, about the stuff Colin Cowherd put out there that the Rams discussed restructuring Stafford's contract. Well, I, I look, I don't know who to believe on that one either, okay? I'm not here to tell you that Colin Cowherd is an NFL insider. You're saying that Colin Cowherd is not Adam Schefter? Yeah, he's not. He's just not Adam Schefter. I, I think Colin does have two phones, though. 
He does? He's I mean, a two-phone kind of guy? He might be. I don't know. I'm just kidding. I was, I I was in no an idea. Uber recently. I haven't this guy seen, had three phones. I haven't seen really Cowherd cool. in years. So oh, you haven't? Yeah. Me neither. Yeah, um, yeah uh, three phones. Three phones in an Uber, which I thought was very cool. In fact, I said to the guy, I said, going forward, anybody who doesn't have three phones is like a little B. <laughs> you know? Uh, so, strong denial on the restructuring of the deal. And here's why. Why? I, why, though? But here's why I kind of believe it. Yeah. Because they already know they were in cap hell this year anyway. Like, what is restructuring Matthew Stafford really going to do for them? I'm not really a thousand percent certain how it could change their cap. But I think the notion of asking him to take less is like saying, hey, man, you know, we did what we wanted to do. And you're a bit older now and you're kind of hurt now. And we don't know if we're going to really get a, a true full season out of you. Why don't you help us restructure a little bit, help the organization. And by all accounts, at least according to this report, um, he told them no. Well, let me let me explain to you what he said. Let me okay. what he elaborated with. He said right. that part frustrated me with this notion that we were trying to get away from the fifty nine million dollars that w and that was the only way to do it through trade. That tells you you didn't have an understanding of the situation. Matthew's dollars after twenty twenty two were unguaranteed. We could have walked away this year free and clear for zero dollars, no future money owed, so there was no need to restructure. If we wanted out of Matthew's deal, we could have walked away. We didn't have to trade him to relieve fifty eight and a half million dollars. We could have just walked away. To me, there was just a fundamental understanding of what his deal was that drives the narrative. Oh, they were desperately trying to get rid of that. So he says they could have walked away free and clear. That's what he says. And, um, you know, listen, unless you're an NFL front office executive um, and or unless you're a capologist or even an amateur capologist, is what he just said 1,000% exactly right on and completely accurate? My answer is um, I'm not in that business per se. So I don't know every rule of the salary cap, and I don't know every rule of you know dead money and so on and so forth. If everything he said was right, um, then yeah, then this report from Coward about Stafford will probably be proven wrong. But it just doesn't seem far-fetched to me that the Rams were trying to find somebody to take him off their hands. I don't expect anything else other than denial from the organization. That's okay. That's what they should do. Well, Matthew Stafford's contract this year is a base salary of $1.5 million. Everything else is um, signing bonus, options. Like, it's, it's, it's given in other capacities. Okay. So how much money is he supposed to make just, just alone without any performance of any if kind? If they would have if, – I don't – I mean, according to Spotrack here, because they're the ones that do these contract things mm -hmm. for every sport, they're saying there would have been a cap hit of $20 million, which in – you know – if your salary cap is nearly $200 million, it's not that that much if you're already in cap hell. So I I kind of want to believe him a little bit just based on that number being sort of low based on what it says here the cap hit would be. Yeah. Well, look, I think Kevin Demoff's doing the right thing. You should absolutely 1,000% go out there and tell the world that we didn't try and trade him. Yes, we may have received a call or two, but that wasn't us initiating. That was somebody coming to us, so it's different. And secondly, you don't seem to understand the salary cap and, and what we could have done. Therefore, that's why this whole report is wrong, erroneous, Yeah, et look, I, I, like I said earlier, whether it's the Lombardi one or the Cowherd one, the truth is probably somewhere in the middle, if I had to guess. All right. Okay. Yeah. Right there in the middle. Somewhere. I'm starting with the man in the middle or the mirror. Yeah. Right. Different person. How's this tuna? How's yeah. the tuna fish? Yeah. Pretty good? So he, do, he, I, do yeah. I think that Cowherd maybe heard something and there may be some there could have been some validity to it based on that number that it's 20 million dollars in dead cap maybe there was some validity to what coward said the lombardi stuff was there some validity to it well he heard that they were trying to trade him uh demoff is telling you they were trying they were receiving calls about him so again my thing is there's probably truth somewhere in the middle somewhere mm -hmm. i respect kevin demoff kev yeah we're going out there and, and covering and backpedaling yeah. hey coming up next radio tinder award-winning radio tinder Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. 10 in front of 6 o'clock. Shit out of a cap on a Wednesday afternoon. How can we be lovers if we can't be friends, uh, Cappy? Can't do it. Can't be done. If you missed uh, Radio Tinder, by the way, which was last segment, this song will make sense to you, and you can listen to it on the podcast anytime. Never miss a moment of Sedano and Cap. You can always listen on the podcast, the all-new ESPN LA app, brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. I might have some tonight with the 10 Hoffy Hot Dogs I'm going to have. So what you're planning on doing? Well, it's, national, down 10. it's National Hot Dog Day. So you're going to have 10 of them? No bun. No bun. So you're on a diet. George, have you seen how much tuna we have gone through here today at the Black Bay I, Golf Course? I have course? not seen. I saw the original plate. I mean, there's like four fish. You know what I mean? Like four giant tuna fish. Yeah. You know I don't I mean? like tuna like that. I like the uh, like the raw tuna. You know? Okay. Well, in this case, this is more like, like golf sashimi, course. Sashimi. Sashimi. You know? Yeah, I like a little sashimi. Yeah. This is more like. I had a little style. Nobu when I was in Vegas the other oh, day. Really? Oh, really? How was it though? Nice. It was delicious. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Did Very you go nice. rolls or just sashimi? I did a little of both, Christopher. Actually, did you yeah. go cold sake or hot sake? Uh, no, no alcohol at all. Actually, I was very tired. I just wanted to go to bed, and I felt like the alcohol was going to make my sleep worse potentially. So I just mm-hmm. went with the dinner and some club soda. Okay, how lovely. Uh, was uh, was the what's the guy's name there? The guy with the uh, he takes the salt and he goes down his his arm. Was that guy there? Salt Bay. Salt Bay. Salt Bay. No, is that's he in the house. He, he's not. He, Nobu is not his restaurant. I know, but maybe he's just there putting salt on. He has a restaurant stuff. in Vegas too, though. Yeah, I just thought maybe he shows up. I think it's, goes, his name up? is Nurset or something like that. I don't know what his name is. I thought his name. Was I mean, Salt, salt Bay. Bay. Yeah, but his real name is like Nurset, I think. Okay. Well, hey, Nurset, get over it, here to his, Nobu. This is like a steakhouse, though. All right. Well, let I me mean, just throw some salt on my my rolls, just so I can see it come down your forearm. Yeah. Oh, you know what I did have? They have like these little uh, little tacos, uh, like fish, like you know, like tuna or salmon or whatever uh tacos they were delicious they're very tiny though but they were delicious but it was a nice meal by the way i just want to say that a lot of people in the circle of trust are weighing in on the whole laura dilemma yeah so robert wilkins actually i thought tweeted something that made a lot of sense our friend robert wilkins said uh the length of a relationship and also how did the quote best friend relationship start is relevant if it has been 100% strictly platonic the whole time. It doesn't have to be odd. Sometimes people need to talk out their issues before raising with their partner. Right. But then you mm-hmm. have Dead Meow who says, uh, hey, Queen, tell uh, the booze friend, you know, to hit me up because I'll be more than happy to provide some insight on bedroom performance. I mean, that's what that's what Dead that's, Meow says. That's great, Dead Meow. Way to go, buddy. That's fine. Well, you got a problem with Dead Meow now? That's just like that's 11th grade humor. Really? Yeah, it is? We got it. Dead we got Meow? It. Really? Yeah, it's like the humor you like to do sometimes. Right. Wow, now you're on Dead Meow, too, huh? Wow. You could be above the noise, though. You hear that, Dead Meow? Be above it. Do better, is what Morales says. Do better. Although it was cool. I hung out with him a little bit at the Sunset Room. I know you did. I got shot. I love Dead Meow, but come on, that was was an easy joke. Hear that, Dead Meow? You're you're being criticized by the Bitmaster himself. Award-winning Bitmaster. That's right. Personality of the year. Don't forget it, Dead Meow, as you try to become listener of the year and take the crown from Crypto Ray. At Mandy's three. All right, George, where were we? Uh, so, Cappy, the Dodgers. So, yeah. Julio Urias, it's interesting because Julio Urias, uh, after his first start, which went fairly well, uh, I would say, had a uh, – what was the comment that he made? He made some com- – oh, vacation's over. Like, he was saying, like, you know, I'm back, right? Like, he was injured, but so he wasn't really on vacation. Vacaciones finito? Sort of, yes. Uh, so, he had said that – <laughs> he said vacation's over after uh, giving you know going six shutout in his first uh, time back on the mound after the injury. Mm-hmm. said, I was on injured list for a little while. Now that I'm back, I feel like the vacation is over and it's time to get to work. So he pitched great the first time out. This time, not so great. Uh, yeah, not Gave so great. Eight earned today right. in five innings. Yeah. 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 And only had two strikeouts. Not a great performance. Yeah. But listen, here's the thing. The Dodgers go to Baltimore. They win two out of three. Baltimore wins today, and they're celebrating like they won the World Series because they overtook Tampa for first place. Mm-hmm. But the Dodgers are 15 games above 500, and we've documented all the things that have gone against them so far this season, including now getting Orias back and getting that kind of a performance. So if I'm the Dodgers right now, 
I am loving what the Dodgers have been able to accomplish. Long way to go. I'm not saying it's early. I'm just saying that there's, you know, however many games there are left to go. There are 95 games in, so whatever that is, 70 games left to go. But you got to be happy with where the Dodgers are. Uh, yeah, but the division is tight. Like, the Giants are playing well. They've won seven in a row. I was watching their game yesterday. They're, well, they played a doubleheader. But I watched the second game yesterday, which was crazy. Did you know there were, like, 12 teams yesterday scored over 10 runs in major league baseball yeah that's the most you want to guess that's how many like how how long it's been since that many teams um have scored that many runs in the same day is it from 1807 you're close it the only time more teams have scored 10 or more runs in one particular day in major league baseball was you have to go back to 1894 oh my god i was joking by getting into the 1800s yeah no that's a real thing we did that today we did that today on horn on horn you guys talked about that on horn you guys did did a little history it was part of the showdown today it was part of the showdown today 1894 how do you chris how do you respond to that when here's george saying don't play any beatles songs it's not contemporary enough and yet here he is on such a cool show like horn talking about 1875 well, no we're not talking about 1875 we we're talking about last night and just it was an anecdote like literally a sentence of this hasn't happened since 1894 i think we need electrolytes in here because we're, we're i can't think i'm sweating so much. <laughs> Sweating all my electrolytes out. You are, huh? Yeah, George, you know, there's no air conditioning here in the conference room at Black Gold. I heard. It's broken. Yeah. And uh, I forgot that, you know. And by the way, Sedano's show. Don't give him a hard time. Sedano's name is first. Okay, so what does that have to do with that? Uh, you don't want to give him a hard time. About what? Don't get him mad. Get him mad about what? About He's what? Juiced in. He's juiced in. He is? What are you talking about? Yeah, what are you talking about? I don't know. That. I'm sweating <laughs> all my electrolytes out. Uh, so, you know, we're talking about the Dodgers, and uh, they lose today. But I'm watching the Angels right now, who have a 6-2 lead over the Yankees and have won two games in a row over the Yankees. Let's go, Angels. How about it? I'm looking at Angel Stadium today, and at 5.57 p.m., it's freaking well, packed. The Yankees are a disaster, um, but it. they still have a ton of fans that show up to their, their games wherever they are, so there's that. I mean, even last night, I was dropping Chris off down at the Anaheim train station. I pulled into the... I went right. What's the name of that spot right in there on the corner across from the Honda Center? J.W. something? J.T. Schmitz. J.T. Schmitz. I turned to go down there. And, uh, and I could look inside Anaheim. I could look inside Angel Stadium and just see how packed it was last night. Yeah. Yeah, well, when the Yankees are in town, there's a lot of people there. That's for sure. 6-2 Angels right now, top of the six. Yankees have a runner on first and second. We are there weekends. Indeed, uh, we are. Yeah. Coming up next, <laughs> Cappy, for those that didn't hear, stringer it, now. hear it earlier, uh, there could be a new line of thinking with Anthony Davis's contract extension. We'll get to that coming up. Stick around. 710 ESPN.